We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back to more John Chuckery. We've heard so much about you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, back out of the John Chuckery Show, live in the Key Studios. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. Chuck Rose gets first request. Little uh, mini Ripperton to get us going. It's her birthday today. The uh, mother of Maya Rudolph, in case you're not sure. Minnie, I, I was singing. Everybody's familiar with the famous mini Ripperton. Well, let me see. Everybody. Dylon has no freaking clue about Minnie Ripperton's famous number one hit. I knew that song you. that you sung. So, uh, which I think was, like I said, I think it was produced by Stevie Wonder. But that's her famous song. She died very, like I said, late 70s or something. She died pretty young, actually. But um, I, I was just laughing at Dylon's response when I was singing and explaining the song to him. He just, he looked at me like I had three heads. Because it's a very high-pitched song. I was I was impressed with how well you sung it. Yeah, you have to go really high, especially when she gets in the ah, that stage of it. She goes really high pitched and everything. So we honor the great Minnie Ripperton as it is her birthday today. Um, you know, I'm watching the election coverage. Isn't the election sort of like the NFL draft? It like is. there's so much build up and hype and hoopla and analysis and breakdowns and lead up, and then it just kind of comes and goes and. We just kind of start breaking down where we're going from there. Like, it's like there's all this buildup to election night, right? And I know some nights are bigger than others because, you know, when it's a presidential election, that's different than – but, you know, there's a lot of big races across the country and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It's just funny, like, all the analysis that goes on in in election night. It's just it's just crazy. I mean, it's just kind of – and I'm a political junkie. I fully admit. I'm, I've always been – I was a political science major in college. I've I've done a lot of work for uh, you know political candidates over my lifetime and stuff like that. I mean I I I love the game of politics and all that because it is it's like sports, right? Yeah. I mean we analyze it fifteen thousand different ways. I mean I'm watching they got this poll that says this. There's that poll. There's this poll, and it's like you don't even know what to believe, right? You're like you don't even know how to sort out all the stats. These people want this. That people wants this. Somebody over here wants one of these. I got to get one of those. I mean, it's just it's just crazy, and we just break down these numbers, and wait. you know, we wait all night for it. Chuck, did did you say poll? Yes. John Freaky. Yes. Yeah, Freaky poll. Um, and again, we still got robbed on on the um, week number two. Um, um, week number two. Uh, what do you call it? The uh, the tease of the week thing. We did get our ribs today, by the way. We did get Fat Matt's ribs. So I heard Freaky this morning. He's going to get steak. John Freaky? Yeah, him. He's going to get steak involved in trying to pick the breakfast spot for them to to do all that. But he's taking it serious. He's hardcore. Like, Freaky's hardcore about John it. Freaky? I'm going to have to send that video to Freaky. I, I you text, should. I texted Hugh. I said, should I send this to Freaky? You should. Can I send this to John Freaky? So, anyway. The John people. Freaky? Yeah, him. 
All right, let's get to a college football roundup. It's time for the College Football Roundup, a complete look at all the collegiate football action. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. We got the college football playoff rankings out earlier tonight. So here's where we're at. Georgia, overwhelming number one. They got all but one first place vote. Ohio State did get one first place vote. Georgia comes in at number one with 62 of the 63 first place votes. Ohio State two, Michigan three, TCU four, Tennessee five, Oregon six, LSU seven, Southern Cal eight, UCLA nine, Bama ten. Here's what the committee is telling you. Because I always think that there are messages that the committee is sending. Number one, winning is more important than anything. Right? The top four teams are the four undefeated teams left in FBS football. I should say more in Power 5, but I think all of FBS, right? That's the four undefeated Power 5 FBS teams. Winning is most important. With all due respect to Tennessee, Oregon, whatever, they weren't going to get in the top four for right now. Not saying that they can't when all this shakes out, but for now, they weren't going to get in the top four. I also think it's interesting that... LSU is getting the love that it is, but they are setting up a pathway where if LSU beats Georgia in the SEC title game, and I understand we still have to qualify the two teams, right? They still both need one more win, and that'll secure it, but let's assume LSU-Georgia are your two SEC teams. They are setting up that pathway of getting LSU into the top four by winning the SEC championship. But I do believe that if Georgia is 12-0 going into the SEC title game, I believe 100% that win or lose, they'll be in the playoff. I do not believe that they will move Georgia from overwhelming number one to not even in the playoffs. I don't think that will happen. Anything can happen. I could be wrong, but I'm usually not wrong about this kind of stuff. There are tea leaves to read in all of this. So, I think Michigan and Ohio State are in a great spot because I think it will be interesting, the winner of that game, how far does the loser fall? How far does the loser of Ohio State-Michigan fall? Could one of them still be in the mix for a playoff spot? Because here's what I know for sure. Most likely the SEC champion, that's going to get in. I think even a two-loss LSU team is getting in. TCU wins out, they're in. The Big Ten champ is in. Because, again, I'm not Illinois is not beating one of these teams. TCU is the interesting one because if they find a way to pick up a loss and if you look at their schedule, they've got Texas, they've got at Baylor, they're at Texas, at Baylor, home with Iowa State. Iowa State is dreadful this year. Iowa State's been dreadful, the fighting Dave Archers. But if TCU can win out, and I mean undefeated, I don't think that 12-1 and TCU is going to get in, even as the Big 12 champion. I don't think that they will get in. I think they have to be 13-0 and to get in the playoff. 
They're 13 and 0. They're a lock. So there are things starting to shake up and shake out in Elvis. And look, Saturday was elimination day. Bama's out. Clemson out. Those two teams are out now. Tennessee is hanging on by a thread because they're not going to get in the SEC title game now. So they're hanging on by a thread, right? So, you know, again, they're not out of it because they're fifth, but their their realistic pathway is they need more losses ahead of them, right? They're not going to accumulate enough wins to jump over somebody like TCU is. They need more people in front of them to lose. I think they're the first in. If 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 TCU loses, let's say if TCU loses this week at Texas, I think Tennessee will move up into number four, even over Oregon. Because I don't think that the committee is going to look at saying, okay, one number one Georgia, number four Oregon, let's get that matched back up. Because if, if none of those teams lose, then how are you going to change it around? Like what's going to significantly change out of all of it? So, and I know that they don't probably want to see Georgia and Tennessee either, but I think the committee would feel better about that matchup than the 49-3 rematch of Oregon and in Georgia again. But it will be fascinating. Um, Carolina, not going to get in. The, the ACC's out. Clemson's at 10. Carolina's at 15. They're not moving up in the next three weeks high enough to break into the top four especially since Ohio State or Michigan are guaranteed one spot, and they are. The SEC title is going to get one spot. That's half the field. A lot of things would have to happen and accumulate for North Carolina or Clemson to try to get themselves back into it. And the fact that Carolina only moved up two spots and Clemson dropped six spots tells you the ACC is not getting somebody in. All right, when we get back, thoughts about the Falcons and what we saw on Sunday. Chuck Green, the Key Studios. Don't forget, rank them 1040. Hit us up with your list. Sports right now to the game, honestly.com now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, back with the John Chuckery Show. Brown Liquor Music Hour rolling right along. At the top of the hour in the JR Sports Brief. Look, Gladys, do they still have Gladys Knight chicken and waffles? Is that restaurant still open? Look and see. I think her son runs it now. I don't think Gladys actually runs it. I think her son runs Gladys Knight's chicken and waffles, if it's still around. 404-741-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Rank them coming up at 1040 at JMCH316 at underscore Dylan Matthews. Stations at 9 on the game. Odyssey app so you catch us when you're on the go. We'll do rank them in 20 minutes from right now. Uh, don't forget, we'll be back on after Hawks tomorrow night. So Hawks got Utah tomorrow night. The very much different look Utah Jazz. No Donovan Mitchell. No Rudy Gobert. Unfortunately, it is closed. Yeah, I, I think her son was running it at the end. I think they had some less than stellar, um, like health inspection reviews, and Nickerson yeah. kind of took it over. But um, that was a that was a cool place. I I, I went there once early when it uh, when it opened, and you know enjoyed uh, enjoyed going there. So um, when that whole kind of chicken and waffles fad started, yeah, which is that that's kind of starting to fade, isn't it? Oh no, you don't think? Really? No. Okay. Mm-mm. Chicken and waffles still pretty hot. Huh? I think it's still pretty hot. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I there's this really good brunch spot called Homegrown, and I mean, their chicken and waffles, they're amazing. Okay. All right. Well, I, yeah, as far as I know, you know, I take your uh, I <clears throat> I take uh, your word on uh, all of that. But um, anyway, so let's talk about the Falcons here for a minute. Um, look. In the NFL, you have four to six plays in a typical football game that determine the outcome. And if you can win most of those, then you most likely will win. Take Sunday and just, I don't know, think about six plays that if they go a different way, if three of them go a different way, what are we looking at? The pits overthrow on the touch, uh, you know, wide open the overthrows to Pitts, the Drake London strip fumble, right? The uh, Taquan Graham play, right? Like you go through about four to six, the coup missed field goal. You go through about four to six plays in an NFL game and point out that, 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 that. And if that, if those things happen, then you get, you get this outcome. Unfortunately for the Falcons, um, you know, look, it didn't go their way. 
Is it a game they could have won? Yes. It's a game they lost, though. So here's a couple of things to me about, about where we're at with all this. Number one is Falcons got to get back to rushing the passer and get the quarterback on the ground. They have gotten away over the last, and I know the Burrow game, they had three sacks, but also Joe Burrow's as sacked a quarterback as there is in NFL football. If you watched him against the Browns, Miles Garrett did whatever he wanted to do and just crushed him. All right. So he takes a crap ton of sacks. So that's, again, they should have had at least two sacks against Joe Burrow. Otherwise, they're not doing a good job of getting quarterbacks on the ground. And they're down to now where they're pacing at about 22 sacks for the season. Is that better than 18? Yes. But four sacks over 17 games better is not making you a significantly better defense. And for this defense, and we're going to talk about the second part in a second, but you need the quarterback on the ground and change up down and distance. To that, though, their third down defense is not good right now, especially on third and long. They're not able to stop teams from throwing it around on them. You know, too many third and long conversions. That first and 25 play that that the Chargers had, they had first and 25 after a couple of penalties, three plays they picked up a first down. You can't do that in the NFL. First and 25 is you got to get off the field and you've got to – be able to get the punt team on there and turn the, get the ball back in your hands. So the third down defense, especially third and long, and the inability here of late to sack the quarterback is starting to give me some concerns because those are basic fundamental things that you have to be able to do if you're going to be successful. And I know Dean Pease has talked about this. In fact, let me see what Dean Pease had to say. We got some uh, clips here of uh, Coach Pease. Let me... I can find where he's at. But, 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 maybe I, yeah, let's, um, let's, let's hear a clip from, from Dean Pease. Give me, give me number 21. We'll continue to coach off the positives. We got to do better on third down. And the simple answer is we need to play better coverage or we need to get to him on the pressure. We hit this guy. This guy is one of the best quarterbacks we have placed all year. And he had an 80 rating, 80 rating. There's never one word ever said about that. Not one in any article, which I don't read, but my wife happened to bring one up that somebody wrote. So we gave up 20 points, second best. If we averaged 20 points during the season, what would that rank us? You guys know? 12, I'll tell you, because I already know. 200, 330 yards, where would that rank us? 12, I'll just let you know. Those are both pretty good. What I want to say is I walk into that room and I watch it, and yeah, I'm disappointed in a loss, and I'm disappointed sometimes in third down, but the other thing I'm going to do as a coach is I'm going to teach and I'm going to coach off the positives. And we are trending in the right direction. So last week I'm talking about giving up all these big plays, and now we didn't give them up, did we? Well, here's the thing, though, okay? I mean, this, this offense for the Falcons, if you dig into the numbers, they're about a three-touchdown offense. Okay, that's about where the Falcons are. You know, they get a defensive touchdown here, right? They get a defensive touchdown. They get last week, what'd they get? Lorenzo Carter. Outside of that, they didn't score a whole crap ton of points, right? They're about, at best, a three-touchdown offense, give or take. Okay, what were they on Sunday? They scored, what, 17? Okay, so... 21 is three touchdowns. You were four points short of that. So give or take, you're about a three 
touchdown offense. And I understand Coach Pease, and I don't disagree, but even he said, he said exactly what I said, third down and sacking the quarterback. Those are things that if you are challenged on offense, which we are, we're not a great offensive club. You know, we don't go out and have the ability to put up a 35 spot on a team. You, know, you saw the Bengals. They put up 42 against Carolina, right? You see that score over the weekend? 42-21. So, you know, if your offense is good enough to overcome, you know, three touchdowns, then you can, then you can brag about that. But we're not a team that can afford to give up three touchdowns and fight to win a lot of games. And, and I'm not saying they have to be the 2001 Ravens, but if you can force a turnover, you know, the Richie Grant INT, that was a good play by the defense. Force a couple of turnovers. I mean, think about what has been one of the reoccurring themes about, I'll ask you, Dylan, okay? In the wins that we've had, there has been a bit of a reoccurring theme late in games, in games that we won. What do you think I'm thinking as far as that theme goes? I feel like we get a late turnover. Or are we are the defense is forced to late turnover. And one other thing. And I feel like in those games, those turnovers end up being touchdowns. Like we get a defensive well, touchdown. So late game turnover, uh-huh. late game sack. Oh, Especially you're right. by Grady yep. Jarrett. Yep, you're right. So, you know, that's been two things that late game turnover, late game sack you find yourself on the winning end. And so if you don't get those things, then you have to be better on third down. Like, with all due respect, the Falcons are, they they came into the game 47% giving up on third down. They gave up 50% third down on, on Sunday. You can't live like that in the NFL. You just can't. That's situational football. And and I'm I'm not arguing with Coach Pease as far as I think the defense by and large helps you stay in games, but the difference has been late game turnover or sack that leads to a win, or late game giving up big plays that leads to a loss. And and that's the thing, is the bomb from PJ Walker that could have been a loss. The the play, you know, after Taquan Graham drops that football, they come out and they pick up all the yardage that they lost on that fumble play, picked it right back up on that first play. That's the things that are tough to overcome. Yes, 35,000 foot view, this defense has definitely played better. But, you know, if you're a defense that gives up big plays on third down, or, you know, I agree. Twenty points. If you're if you're giving up basically three touchdowns a game, then you you should be able to win some of those games. But when you give up three touchdowns a game, and your offense is only good for three touchdowns a game, see how those two things kind of, you know, uh, a point here, a couple points here, a play here, and a play there. That's why I said four to six plays is the difference. You give up twenty one, we score twenty one. Something has to give. Okay, it's a coup missed field goal. 
It's a fumble by Taquan Graham. It's a it's a strip fumble as our guy is going into the end zone, right? It's those kinds of things that are the finite, narrow distance between for this team winning and losing. The 2016 offense that we had, we'd probably be, you know, what, seven and two, eight and one right now. Because our defense plays well enough. And that team could score 35. They could score 30. But right now, our offense, if you can only score 21 and you give up 21, that's not a bad number to give up, but it's not enough in the NFL. You know, even the the the, the Bengals give up 21, 22 points. The difference is they can score 27, 28. And they can overcome a play here and a play there and this and the other. Problem is we have a tough time overcoming a play here and a play there. And it makes it tougher for this offense to be able to get things cranked up and going. So it is what it is. You regroup Thursday night. I think they're going to win. They're better than Carolina. Carolina's a, a wreck. I'm glad they got I, – I said this to Hugh on Sunday. I was rooting for a Carolina blowout because I don't think, you know, I think you get blown out and you got your hat handed to you by Cincinnati. I think there's some lingering that, that comes with all that. I think there's some lingering effect that comes with that and having to turn right back around in play. Last taste in your mouth that you got your hat handed to you. You're not a very good football team. And things are going to start to go sideways for teams like Carolina very quickly here. Ain't going to be long where some of those teams are going to be out of the playoff hunt, right? Looks like there might be two quarterbacks at play on on Thursday night, too. So we'll see what happens. All right, when we get back, it's time for Rankum. Hit us up, 404-741-0929 at JMCH316 at underscore Dylan Matthews. Sports Radio, not to the game, Odyssey.com app. Back to more John Chuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Back with the John Chuckery Show. Live in the Key Studios, Tuesday night with you. Heading to the top of the hour, JR Sports Brief. Coming up next, Brown Liquor Music Hour rolling right along. 404-741-0929, Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. At JMCH316 on Twitter, he is at underscore Dylan Matthews. Used to have a little bit of fun on the weekends. Pick Hugh's brain, pick Randy's brain. Learn a little bit more about the guys. Sometimes I'd give them a list of things to put in order. We decided to steal it, and we call this segment Rankum. All right, Chuck, we're going to start with this one. Um, a weird grouping of national days today. I saw that. And I'm not sure what all of them mean. Um, so today is National STEM slash STEAM Day, but yes. it's like an acronym. So those are like my daughter does STEM. Okay. Um, they also have STEAM because – so I got something from Conti. I got to follow up with Conti on. He texted me about some, oh, about okay. some stuff. Yeah. Um, so um, I, it's like it's 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 different classes in school. Oh. So it's like home ec or agriculture or computer class. Something diff, Something outside of reading, writing, arithmetic. Right? It's Are you going to go uh, teach a teach a radio class at a high school? Is that is that is that what's in the works? No, no. But my daughter, <laughs> no. But my daughter is she's involved in STEM. Like like their their school has STEM classes. Nice. So like for hers, there was at, she's got like a computer programming class. 
cool. Or no, uh, I think even like choir and stuff sometimes qualifies oh, okay. for those things. There's yeah, th- like choir and band and all yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's some stuff like that. So Okay. Well, that's that's cool. Um so we got National STEM slash Steam Day. Mm-hmm. Harvey Wallbanger Day. Yes. I don't so, know who, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> who is Harvey Wallbanger? Is that just a random dude named Harvey that bangs walls? Is that how he got his last name? Who is Harvey okay. Wallbanger? So Harvey Wallbanger is a mixed cocktail. Okay. Oh, really? It's there, not even a person. So in the 1982 Milwaukee Brewers, you know who the Milwaukee Brewers are? I do. Okay. They were managed by former Major League Baseball third baseman Harvey Keene. Okay? okay. Their nickname for their team, Cecil Cooper, Jim Gantner, Robin Yount, Paul Molitor, Gorman Thomas, Sixto Lescano, Ben Ogilvie, Ted Simmons. That team was famously nicknamed Harvey's Wallbangers because they could mash like they were loaded oh, with offense. Okay, but but again, Harvey Wallbanger is a drink. It's a mixed cocktail. What's in the drink? Um, I believe I think it's a whiskey. That's a good question. I'm trying to remember because um, I'm not a big fan of Harvey Wallbanger. Um, Vodka, Galliano, and orange juice. All right, so I was completely off. Oh, but okay. Vodka, Galliano, and orange juice. Doesn't sound terrible. Galliano is the liquor that comes in that really tall, thin bottle. Is oh, okay. okay. Um, obviously, you know what vodka and orange juice. Well, maybe you don't know. I, don't I know, know what those are. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but Harvey Wallbanger's a mixed cocktail. Gotcha. I don't think they're very good. I mean, myself. I can't say like I've a, ever had it's one. It's like a screwdriver, except with Galliano in it, which is not okay. my favorite liqueur. Gotcha. Okay, well, it's also National Harvey Wallbanger Day. Mm-hmm. Um, national. The, the fact that you thought that he was a guy. Yeah, I did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Did you think he was a porn star? <laughs> I did not. I mean, he, I mean, with that last could. name, he could have been. Right. Could have been with I that mean, last that, name. What, Wouldn't it surprise what's, me? What's those things that uh, the glory hole? Right. <laughs> like that. He could have been, you know, a glory hole uh, star. So, it's Harvey Wallbanger Day, mm-hmm. National Cappuccino Day, Saw and that. National Parents as Teachers Day. Mm-hmm. How do you rank those days? And I have some um, rankums based off well, of these days. Based upon what you know, give me a Harvey Wallbanger one because I need about six of them right now. <laughs> um, give me National Cappuccino. You ever see uh, Kevin Spacey do his impression of Al Pacino? I have not. Oh, give me a cappuccino. Anyway, <laughs> you got to be there to, to understand it. Yeah. So give me that number two. Um, give me the STEM and STEAM and then teachers. Being kids or whatever the frick it is. All right, so I'm glad you actually. That's a bad ranking, by the way. That's an awful. I'm glad you put that one last. Yeah. Because who do you think would make a better middle school teacher? You, John Freaky, Mike Bell, or Rob Tribble? Oh, Freaky. Freaky would be one. Think Freaky would be a teacher? Freaky would be one. Tribble would be two. Um, Mike Bell, three. And I'd be four because I hate kids. So. (laughs) I don't like – well, I don't like – to be fair, let me broaden that. I don't like people. I don't like human beings. Right. Don't just so, narrow yeah, down I don't to the kids. narrow down to kids. I don't like human beings. Okay. So. Okay. Well, um, since it is National Cappuccino Day – Oh, give me a cappuccino. <laughs> would you rather – if you had to have coffee from one place the rest of your life, okay. would it be Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, Goldberg's, or Caribou Coffee? Rank them. You know, uh, I tell you what, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Dunkin' one because I can get the midnight 
Dark Roast. Okay. So give me that number one. Okay. I will actually go with Caribou Coffee because I can get bagels and good stuff there. Mm-hmm. Give me Star Schmucks 3. Star the Schmucks. only problem with Star Schmucks is uh. they never have any Dark Roast Coffee available after about like 8, 10 in the morning. Ah. Like they say, like, oh, we can't brew. We got to pour it over. I don't care if you pour it over, pour it under, pour it sideways. <laughs> you can pour it through your underwear. I don't care what you use to filter it. Yeah. I just want dark roast coffee. Uh-huh. So I don't care how you pour it. Do whatever you want. <laughs> but, like, after about they, – they they brew dark roast coffee uh-huh. from about 7.30 in the morning till 8.15, and that's about it. Like, it's done <laughs> for the day. Like, there's something special about brewing dark roast coffee at Star Schmucks. That they can't, and I don't like the people there. So um, I'll, I'll I'll take them. I'll take them. Um, I'll take them. I'll, give me Goldberg's three because the bagels, and then give me Star Schmucks number four. Okay. All Are they right. A sponsor? No. Okay. They're not. So all right. Let me grab uh, our buddy Marco on the uh, on my Twitter page at JMCH three one six. Rank these dream jobs based upon fame, making money, musical artist, TV anchor, pro athlete, actor. Um, give me the musical artist number one. I've always wanted to play musical, so let me be a musical artist number one. Okay. Give me actor number two. Let me be a thespian. Um, <laughs> so let me be that number two. Let me be a pro athlete number three. And to be honest with you, like TV anchor in today's world, can I tell you that I wouldn't last about an hour and a half being a TV anchor? You? Why not? I, Take a guess. I wouldn't you last. Just, yeah, you. I, I wouldn't last more than about an hour and a half. The FCC they, would have they, you. Well, kicked that, off. that they'd escort me out the building. Like there, it wouldn't be <laughs> what I said on air. It'd be all the off-air stuff. Ah, For okay. my buddy Alvy Cohen, political junk paper mail, Camp Lejeune lawsuit commercials, voicemails about a car warranty, oh. PSAs you've heard for years. Oh. Give me the PSAs. We have some of the best PSAs. The Breathe Easies. Oh yeah. Ozzy Osbourne. We've had great PSAs. Um. <laughs> The cars for kids, right? So give me that number one. Um, Out in the West Texas town of El Paso. By the way, Matt, if I, I ever need to breathe these, I'm going to punch them right in the face. Yes. By the way, Al, I swear a, to God, if I ever find out who that group is, I'm going to deck them. By the way, that's a great <laughs> country song. Uh, El Paso by Marty Robbins. Yeah. What? A, that's a great song. Um, give me the Camp Lejeune lawsuit commercials. <coughs> give me voicemails. Because I can delete those. But <laughs> I got so much political mail these oh, last few man, weeks. It's crazy. I mean, I got a handwritten letter about voting. And they're 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 the size of like a manila envelope. They're so big. Oh yeah. Like the 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 things are like, honestly, like if I was cold at night, <laughs> I could wrap myself in them like they're a blanket. <laughs> they're so big. They're such a big piece of mail. Like they don't even fit into a mailbox. It's ridiculous how big those things are. Then from our buddy Matt Ryan, managers with one World Series title, not in Cooperstown yet. Dusty yeah. Baker, Lou Pinella, Jim Leland, Joe Madden. Give me Dusty Baker one. I like him. Give me Lou Pinella because he's feisty too. Give me – actually, what? you know what? Give me Jim Leland number one because he smoked cigarettes in the dugout. He did. And I, I – give me – give me Jim was Jim, a character. Give me Jim Leland with his heater in the dugout. Baker two, Pinella three, and Joe Madden number four. Okay. So – both of us are excited about uh, two musical stars. You know, Taylor Swift just dropped the album Midnight's. Yep, and she is going to go on tour. And I, you, I I signed up for the early 
ticket purchase. Yes. Ticketmaster. Tori McElhaney and I both yep. signed up for early ticket purchasing. So hopefully you two will be we'll in the building. The, we'll know on the 14th, I believe, because tickets okay. go on sale. Tickets go on sale to the general public, I think, the 16th or 18th. Of November? Yes. Okay. So we'll know on the 14th, I believe, is when they're going to let us know if we made the cut or not. Okay. And You know I, the guy was... that we had on uh, on our on our um, staff meeting today? Oh, I, I, accidentally, I actually missed the staff meeting today. <laughs> I missed the staff meeting today. That Tim, uh, I think it's Zelaski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the guy that runs Mercedes. I met him. I've met him and, and actually had him on. On I did a show at Mercedes-Benz, and he was on with, I think, me and Goforth. But, oh, nice. Um, but he runs Mercedes. Because he's the guy that I talked to. Because I asked him. He told me off air. I can't repeat it on air. Yeah. But he told me off air about why we won't get WrestleMania. Yeah. At, at Mercedes-Benz. Yeah. So he explained all that to me about why we're not going to get a WrestleMania here in Atlanta. Right. Really anytime, anytime really, at maybe ever. But yeah. Um, but he explained to me all that why. But I've got his business card. And, yeah. I, you know, who knows? I, I mean, I. You might I, try to pull, you might try I, to pull that connection. I'm. I, I, get in the I building. Might, I might. I might pull something like that. There you go. Yeah. Hey, I, I won't blame you. I might be asking it for it because Drake and 21 Savage dropped a collab album. Are they going on tour? They are going on tour. All right, well, that ain't going to be that hard. With, I mean, you know, with all due respect. What you mean? Who wants, who wants to see, you know, 12 Rampage? Oh. oh. Who's going to go see 12 Rampage? Chuck. Chuck. And D-Rizzy? Drake is Drake is the one of the biggest. He's on Taylor Swift level as far as how big he is. He's international. He's, I don't know. He's I mean, as big as Taylor Swift. I mean, he might uh, be bigger. I'll say this: Taylor Swift just did. You see where she just set the record? She had all top ten songs on Billboard's top one hundred. She had the she had the entire top ten. She's got all the highest downloads ever for Spotify. Like it's it's ridiculous what her numbers put out. Once Drake and Twenty One Savage dropped their album, they were one through fifteen on Apple Music. All right. They were one fifteen. The, all the, the basically their whole album was who one listen, through who fifteen. To Apple Music. Everybody. Okay. Well, again, if you like kumquat music, then go for it, man. <laughs> Anywho, they're dropping. They dropped the album on up, Friday. Gotta go. Yes, they went on tour. So, final rank them. Who would you rather go on tour with? Teddy Pendergrass, Luther Vandross, Earth, Wind, and Fire, or Rick James? Well, a lot of dead people there. Um, I'd rather go on. <laughs> Rick James would be number one because we'd be, you know, stoned yeah. out of our mind. I was about to we, say. We'd be kidnapping people with a crack pipe. <laughs> um, give me. Um, Give me Luther number two because we'd eat really well. Yeah. Give me Teddy Pendergrass three because I'd just have him sing in front of women and, you know, they'd drop drawers. And then uh, give me Earth, Wind, and Fire because I'd get lost in the shuffle. Like, I'd stand between, like, Maurice and um, yeah. Philip Bailey and just get lost uh, in there. So, that's ranking for a Tuesday. Wrapping it up with the Love TKO next. Sports Radio after the game. Odyssey.com now. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. We're wrapping things up on the John Chuckery Show. We always do it with that love, TKO. We're going to be back tomorrow night after Hawks basketball. We'll set the rest of the deck for you here. But don't forget, let me let you listen to what is the greatest opening lyric in all of music history. Looking back, oh, mama, yes, I guess I shed some tears. So Thursday, don't forget, if you're headed up to Charlotte, Dukes and Bell are going to be broadcasting live from the Hooters on. What was the name of that street that Mike sent? I forget what the name of the place is now. But it's real close to the stadium. So the, I think that's Uptown. I mean, the, the stadium, I think, is is right near Uptown. I mean, uh, if I remember right, about 
about going up to Charlotte. But they're going to be broadcasting at Hooters up there. Um, they'll tell you all about it yeah, coming up on their show. But uh, if you're headed up there, check out Dukes and Bell. Um, no Wade Ford tailgate show for Hugh and I. Carl and Mike will handle all of that. So um, we'll get through tomorrow, and then uh, it'll be weekend time before I catch back up with you. So anyway, we'll be back tomorrow night after Hawks basketball. We got to get out of here. JR Sports Brief up next. For Dylan, it's Chuckery. We'll see you. Bye. Try to take control We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.